family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. If you, like me, believe in the power of elevating your career through education, Richfield invites you to enroll for the world-class post-grad qualifications, including their prestigious MBA program. In 2020, Richfield revamped its brand, promising top-notch education that's within your reach right here in South Africa. And guess what? They've delivered, and I mean big time. Imagine learning in state-of-the-art auditoriums or on over 3,000 brand-new computers across seven premium campuses, from Bryanston to Cape Town, and even in Umslang, they've got you covered. And if you're all about that digital life, Richfield's online platform is a game changer, and it's data free. Study from anywhere, with all the resources you need, right at your fingertips. So, if you're interested in staying ahead of the times, they'll now include AI to enhance their academy delivery. Whether it's IT, marketing, accounting, or even that prestigious MBA you're eyeing, Richfield's got a digitally focused qualification just for you. With partners like IBM and Amazon Web Services, you're getting the skills you need and the skills that are in hot demand. Why don't you consider joining Richfield today? Take the leap and hop on to richfield.ac.za. And that is your first step to your dream career. That's richfield.ac.za. Hello, family. <laughs> I'm proud of myself because I've tried more than once. Uh, I, the VT podcast, I, Vusi. My name is Benjamin and uh, I'm Congolese, but I, I'm based in Johannesburg. Wow, wow. It's been such a, you've been such a blessing to me, honestly. I started listening to your podcast, I think, three weeks ago, and I listened to almost all of the episodes since 2020. So it's just amazing how you understand things and you explain it to us with such a... I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like you talk to me every time I listen to your podcast, like directly to me. I can really relate to your story because I also lost my dad and in quite similar situation, you know, and i can really relate to your story and if i'm able to study today because my mom was strong for me i've listened to the coming of age um recently the foundations i think i needed to hear that you know and as a christian i believe that i have to to dedicate my life and dedicate my time to god and he will guide me and it's 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 amazing to see a christian who was was successful and as a mentor, I hope that we'll meet one day because I have a lot of questions for you. I'm so blessed, honestly. Like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> just the idea, the idea that you will listen to my podcast is just crazy. Uh, to my voice note, sorry, is just crazy. And yeah, may God bless you and thank you so much for what you're doing. Hello, 
family hi você my name is Halima Kasim from Tanzania and today I would like to express my deep appreciation Vosé for your podcast and the transformative impact it has made on my life I felt compelled to reach out and share my gratitude for the value of insight and inspiration your podcast has provided. Your podcast Vosé has been a true game changer for me, really. The wisdom and knowledge you shared in episodes have helped me navigate various aspects of my life, Vosé, both personally and professionally as well. I find your perspective to be refreshingly honest and thought-provoking. Your episodes have encouraged me to adapt a growth mindset, pushing me to step out of my comfort zone and pursue my goals with renewed determination, Vosé. Vosé, listening to your podcast every now and then has provided me with much-needed boost of inspiration, reminding me of the importance of perceiveness and resilience, Vosé. I really can't mention which podcast was the best for me, but I find myself that I really like all the podcasts and I just listen to them every now and then. So my sincere appreciation for the positive impact your podcast has had on my life and eagerly looking forward to each new episode and wisdom it brings like every now and then. Hello, family. Hello, family. This is Ian from Nairobi and I love this podcast. I love it a lot. Why? Why do I love this podcast? Because every single time, I have a long time fan. I think I've been listening to you guys for the past two, two and a half years. But it was, it was after you changed the logo. Every time I listen to your podcast and go back into the world, I move a little bit further in my life as a journey, like in whatever that I'm pursuing, I get to overcome certain obstacles. And then I enter into this season of feeling like I'm not good enough. And every single time I come back or the idea of getting, I don't know, the sense of conviction back I always come back to the podcast and every single time I come back, I find something new. I like the ideas that you put across and recently I listened to The Coming of Age. Just today, just now actually, let me not say recently. I was in a position where I had to morph into a better human being, you know, in, in order to like bear that responsibility that I am chasing right now. I needed to morph and become a better version of myself. So this is what I'm talking about. The fact that the content is all season and it just meets me at the perfect season. I don't know if that makes sense, but thank you. Looking forward to tomorrow to listen to the next one. Cheers, peace and love. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello, family. <laughs> Hello, family, and welcome to this. What is another episode of the VT Podcast? And here we talk about ideas that matter. I'm so humbled that we'll get to connect again, to chat again. I am on the road, and so the team has set me up with like a 
road setup to get these podcasts done, which is really, really cool so that we can start delivering to you the podcast a bit more regularly. And I hope that all of you have been well. I hope that you've been well. I hope you've been blessed. I hope that the good Lord has been keeping you. I hope you've been good in your prayer life. I hope that your family has been good. And more importantly, I hope that your spirit has been good. I think 2024 is really shaping up to be the kind of year it presented itself initially to be. This idea of a leap year, the year of leaping things forward, leaping forward in our goals, leaping forward in our dreams, leaping forward in our aspirations, but also leaping forward in being our authentic self. I've been fascinated to see how many things that were hidden in the covers are coming out into the wash now. And I think that that's a big part of what's going to be the theme for the year 2014, that which was done in the dark coming to light. What a year it's going to be. And so one of the things I thought we would do, just based off a couple of the videos that have come through from you guys, has been talk a bit about these issues and difficulties and challenges that some of you have been facing. And one of them, which has been interesting for me, I've received a number of you coming through saying, hey, I'm dealing with a particular issue. And when I read through what some of the comments are on the various channels that you're sending stuff through on the DMs, and by the way, yes, I actually go through some of the stuff in the DMs. I've got a full-on media team, as you know. And so they curate for me some of the contents and comments that I need to go through. But I try and spend about a week, uh, an hour a week going through some of the feedback from you all, listening to the videos, the video testimonials, et cetera, et cetera. Which, by the way, reminds me, please make sure to send through those video testimonials. I haven't heard from you guys yet about the one we did last week. And I'd love to hear from you on the podcast that we did last week. Good. Let's get into this week's podcast then. This week, family, I want to talk to you a little bit about these glass ceilings. You've heard the expression before, right? And it wouldn't be an Ideas That Matter podcast if we didn't take an idea that you knew and ask ourselves, what is the genesis of the idea glass ceiling? But more importantly, how do glass ceilings make themselves manifest in our lives today? The term glass ceiling actually originally refers to an invisible barrier that prevents certain groups of people. It's used in particular reference to women or minorities. These are people who are seen to be on the sidelines of the mainstream of society. And it's, it's used to explain how those people are kept from advancing beyond a certain level within an organization of society where the organization of society is hierarchical. So there are a couple of themes there for us to think about. First, the organizational society has to be hierarchical. Second, it's got to be organized into a particular fashion, ergo organization and or society. And third, these barriers are, and I mentioned the word earlier, invisible. In other words, they are not imminently present. You can't see them. They're not apparent in front of you. But they're very clear in terms of how people function, move, work and, and play, even in their own societies. The other thing for you to understand is often these glass ceilings exist despite the capabilities, qualifications, talents, or abilities of the people against whom these glass ceilings are being placed. So in other words, it's not that you're not capable or talented, or not even that you're qualified. It's that regardless of your being all of those things, there is this barrier in front of you that is invisible to the eye, but clear in terms of your lived experience. This metaphor, the glass ceiling, suggests then that there is, as I've said earlier, a barrier that is not immediately apparent or visible, like a glass, and this is precisely why it is called the glass ceiling. When we talk about the glass, this concept of the glass ceiling, 
And when we talk about the glass in the context of mental and psychological barriers, what we're doing is we're extending the metaphor then to some that can be self-imposed. And here for me is where I really want to spend time. Here's my thought. If we have a psychological or mental barrier, and that psychological or mental barrier is imposed on us by society, where there are some amongst us who have the means to understand that, we can fight back. This is why you have, for instance, the critical theory movement, critical race theory, critical uh, gender theory. Both of these um, aim at tackling different parts of society's glass ceilings based on different people's uh, belongings or different people ethnographic groups, right? What happens, is my question here, if the barrier is self-imposed? You see, you can fight a barrier if the barrier is imposed on you by others because you'll feel the imposition. It's much harder to fight the barrier that's self-imposed. These barriers that are self-imposed are self-imposed limits that we place on ourselves, self-imposed limits that we place on our potential, our aspirations, on our growth, our goals, our dreams. These mental and psychological glass ceilings often stem from, often stem from the very fact that we come from society that has various expectations, we come from cultures that have different norms, and we have experiences at a personal level that shape who we are in the world and the beliefs we go into the world with. As a function of these, we believe that our capabilities and our worth are often framed by the context of the environment. There's this beautiful video I saw some time ago. It was a beautiful, beautiful video on Instagram. I forget the lady's name, uh, but she's a fairly well-known like American celebrity. And she sat in an interview and she said something like, if you visited a friend of yours and you saw a plant, that they were keeping a plant in their home and the plant had died, who would you blame? Your friend or the plant? Of course, the person to who was responding said, your friend, she said, exactly. Because you know that it's in the nature of a plant to grow. You know that it's in the nature of a flower to bloom. It's in its nature. Where you find then that the plant doesn't grow and the when the flower doesn't bloom, you know that it is the environment that it, the flower is kept in, not the character or the nature of the flower. And I think so many of us forget that. We forget that actually a number of us are shaped by our environments. You think you have self-belief. You think you have self-determination. You think you're a clean slate. You're not. You are an amalgamation of your personal experiences that have shaped your beliefs, beliefs that have channeled your habits, habits that have formed your character, character that, pre that pre-places your personality, and your personality is how you show up in the room. But all of these things emanate from a deeper place. If we want to understand these glass ceilings, there are six, for me, fundamental things you need to understand about how these glass ceilings make themselves manifest in your life very quickly. First, You'll see these glass ceilings when you have self-doubt or imposter syndrome. We did an entire podcast about two years ago on the imposter syndrome. I can't recommend enough that you go and listen to that podcast. In fact, the other day I was walking out of the gym in South Africa. I was at the gym and I was walking out of the gym and a lady walked up to me and she said, Hi, you don't know me. My name is so-and-so. I forget her name. And I'm stood by the elevator, furiously pressing the button because I, I'm one of those people like when I'm in public, I try to be invisible, right? So I, I don't want to be seen like I wear a hoodie when I'm at the gym so I can just do my own thing. But this lady was pressing the button furiously and, and I was pressing the button furiously around. And she came to me and she said, listen, I know you're in a rush. I can see you've just finished your workout. But I wanted to say to you, I just the other day listened to your podcast, The Imposter Syndrome, and man, it was eye-opening. So if you have not yet listened to that podcast, make sure that you go and listen to the Imposter Syndrome podcast. It's really, really good. 
But the first way these glass ceilings make themselves manifest in our life is when we have self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Many people experience imposter syndrome, right? Like that's not a unique thing anymore. Almost all of us do. It's a psychological pattern where individuals doubt their accomplishments. And listen to this because this is important. And you have a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. This can lead to self-imposed limits. You are the person that stands in your own way. And so instead of seeking opportunities or taking risks, you disqualify yourself from opportunities and you think you're not worthy of the risks or that they don't work out because you think there is something wrong with you. The second is the societal and cultural norms. Societal expectations and cultural norms, these can create mental glass ceilings for us by dictating what is considered acceptable or achievable for a certain group of people. And so if a certain group of people don't immediately present at a certain level of achievement, we don't believe that other people can achieve at that level. This is why representation matters, you see. Representation matters precisely because you want to care for and ensure that people who've never seen themselves as something can see themselves in something. Did you hear that? It's not just seeing themselves as, it's seeing themselves in. In other words, it's not just seeing myself as a pilot, it's seeing myself in the cockpit. (laughs) Most of us, when we do visualization exercises, see ourselves as, but true visualization is seeing yourself in. You've got to be in that car, be in that house, be in that country, be in that room. This is why as a public speaker I've become so effective at my craft is because I learned the power of visualization. When I'm standing there visualizing my performance, I see myself not only through the eyes of the audience, but also I see the audience through the eyes of me. I visualize the full experience for me 360. And so my body then and my physiology readies itself for that process because it knows we're ready for this. Did you hear that? See yourself as and see yourself in. Think about it this way. If you think about traditional gender roles, they often can discourage certain genders from doing certain things. In fact, this is why in the critical theory movement, there is a belief that words are loaded with discrimination. I have, by the way, I must tell you, I have uh, portals of of agreement with the critical theory movement, and then there's just places where I just flatly disagree with, in in particular when it becomes a lot more extreme in its extrapolations of how these critical theories affect our lives. But I do think, like all theories, and this is why people misunderstand the critical theory movement, it's a theory. In other words, it's a lens through which you can assess and analyze society. It's a theory. I do think, like all theories, that the critical theory movement can help you analyze certain things in society and understand them better. Not all things. It's not a flawless theory. It's not without imperfections. But it does have tenets of analysis that you can use to understand the operating environment you are in better. So what am I saying here? Quite simply this. If I say a word like um, nurse, what gender did you see? If I say builder or plumber, what gender did you see? Do you see that? If I say the pool person or the paper boy, how come it's never paper girl? (laughs) So words then can be loaded with discrimination. This is why you can say a certain thing. If you characterize somebody and say they're a thug, 
even though you have not yet told us what they're thuggish about, you have now discriminated against them by labeling them with a word that's loaded with characterization. And society does this to us all the time. You're young, you're old, you're fat, you're skinny, you're female, you're short, you're, you're whatever. And they use all of these things to disqualify you from your capabilities, potential, gifts, and talents. And so, because society does that, it places upon you this invisible barrier, this glass ceiling. You hear that thing often enough and you begin to believe that even those things are true. I'm here to tell you that they're not. The third way that it makes itself manifest is the fear of failure. The fear of failure is a big one. And, and I want to be clear here, failure is something that can happen, but the fear of failure can act as a significant barrier. It's your inability, because what it does is the fear of failure, is it, is it amplifies your inability to take the risk because of your perceived risk on the other side of it. And so you amplify the downside risk without necessarily understanding the upside opportunity. See, this fear can prevent you from stepping out of your comfort zone, trying new things, leading to these self-imposed limitations on both your personal and professional growth. There is somebody listening to this podcast right now who was doing the job that they said they would leave a year ago. You're still in the marriage that you said you were out of a year ago. You're still in that relationship that you were re-examining a year ago. You still live in the city that you said you would leave a year ago because you have imposed upon yourself the belief that the potential for failure is higher than the probability for success, but more and more to the point that the pain for failure is infinitely more painful than the joy of succeeding. In sales, by the way, you're taught to leverage this. People buy based on what they stand to lose, not what they hope to gain. If you're selling something to somebody, amplify the pain rather than amplify the benefit. Benefits are nice, but people can choose not to go after benefits. Very few people choose not to remove the pain. The fourth, lack of representation. And we spoke about this earlier. Seeing fewer and fewer role models of a similar background in the space that you're in can itself have a way of creating these glass ceilings. The fifth, and this is a big one, negative self-talk and beliefs. Listen, negative self-talk is not just how you talk about yourself. It's the fact that you also have to talk to yourself. I'm not sure why a lot of you don't know that, but these two things are both true. You not only have to talk to yourself, you also have to talk about yourself. Just hear me out on this. This is so powerful. Sometimes I will be in a room alone. If you share this with anybody, by the way, I will flatly deny it. <laughs> but sometimes I'll be in a room alone. This is a true story. Sometimes I'll be in a room alone and I'll be talking in a room alone to me alone about me. I will talk about Vusi as if I'm talking about Vusi to somebody else. And I will talk about the version of me that I want to become, the version of me that I'm working to become. Because I know that the more my brain hears those things said about me, and then the more my brain hear me say those things about me, the closer my brain believe those things to be true. It's just a rewiring, really. And it's so foundational to do this. And sixth is external validation seeking. This is one of the ways you can tell when people have lived in an environment that has truly imposed these glass ceilings is you're constantly seeking affirmation, constantly coddling, 
at the cradle of somebody else's feet, hoping that they're going to tell you that you're worthy, that they will invite you into the room, that they will give you an opportunity, constantly saying, validate me, please tell me I'm on the right path. If you've ever worked with these people, these are the people who are the, the, the chronic people pleasers to the extent that they will lie to other people and even lie to themselves. They don't have the capacity to hold a, a, an agreement, a disagreement. They don't have the capacity to be disagreeable. And it's so foundational that you learn how to get out of external self-seeking. The need for external validation can make us less likely to pursue our paths, paths that are true to our interests and our abilities, and paths that might not conform to the standards of society. See, if you want to overcome all of these mental and psychological glass ceilings, it's so important to engage. One, in self-reflection. Two, in challenging your limiting beliefs. Three, seek out supportive and diverse communities. And sometimes even work with an external person. A therapist, a mentor. I do. You should. And that's why we built the VT Club 100. It was precisely so that we have a community of people who can reflect each other to each other so that we can learn one from the other. Developing a growth mindset, that's foundational, where challenges can be seen as opportunities for learning and growth and can also be a powerful tool in leading to breakthrough of your own self-imposed barriers. But if you really want to understand a bit more technically, how do you break these challenging beliefs? How do you challenge this self-reflection? How do you seek out these supportive communities and groups? What I've done is a second part of exactly this podcast, but purely for our premium subscribers. And the team is going to load it on now. And when you're done listening to those of you who are the premium subscribers, you can listen to the second part of this podcast, which is exactly around challenging these limiting beliefs. For those of you that are not yet premium subscribers, I hope that you will join the VT Club 100 uh, and become a VT Club 100 member, but more importantly, that you will join Ideas That Matter Plus and become a premium subscriber. It's really important for you to take to heart all the things that I've shared with you here today and to think a little bit about how do you amplify in your own life the areas of development, but also be kind to yourself, be gentle on yourself, talk nicely to yourself. So, friends, family, that is this week's podcast. And to the premium subscribers, I'll see you all on the other end of this. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note about your thoughts on our podcasts on plus two seven eight one. Five zero five seven double six seven. That's plus two seven eight one five zero five seven double six seven. We'll look forward to hearing from you. If you, like me, believe in the power of elevating your career through education, Richfield invites you to enroll for the world class postgrad qualifications, including their prestigious MBA program. In 2020, Richfield revermed its brand, promising top-notch education that's within your reach right here in South Africa. And guess what? They've delivered. And I mean big time. Imagine learning in state-of-the-art auditoriums or on over 3,000 brand new computers across seven premium campuses. From Bryanston to Cape Town and even in Umhlang, they've got you covered. And if you're all about that digital life, Richfield's online platform is a game changer and it's data free. Study from anywhere with all the resources you need right at your fingertips. So if you're interested in staying ahead of the times, they'll now include AI to enhance their academy delivery. Whether it's IT, marketing, accounting, or even that prestigious MBA you're eyeing, Richfield's got a digitally focused qualification just for you. With partners like IBM and Amazon Web Services, you're getting the skills you need 
and the skills that are in hot demand. Why don't you consider joining Richfield today? Take the leap and hop on to richfield.ac.za. And that is your first step to your dream career. That's richfield.ac.za.